San Antonio Sports Star Audio Vault is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. The best scene in the house is on San Antonio Sports Star. ESPN 1250 and 94.5 FM. Well, the Cowboys offseason beginning a lot sooner than a lot of people thought. But not everybody. Some people saw coming what happened to the Cowboys against San Francisco on Sunday. It is the Blitz. He is Joe Reinagel. I'm Jason Minix. Let's talk about it with Shereen Williams from Pro Football Talk joining us now. Shereen, before we talk about the Cowboys, I saw Peter King tweet a 7-hour 26 Hall of Fame meeting is uh, finally over. Whew, yeah, it was a long time. <laughs> Because I'm tired of sitting all day. But yeah, it was a long movie. You know, it's, and because of everything we're going through, it was over Zoom. I can't imagine seven hours of a Zoom meeting. <laughs> I know you can't tell us um, anything. And I, I, from what I understand, you guys don't even know what the final votes are actually going to be. But um, any Cowboys you right. expect to make it into Canton in the next go-round? <laughs> Uh, you know, I mean, there's there's one obvious one that that's up, and only one. Well, I guess Zach Thomas spent part of his career there, so I would think that that uh, Demarcus Ware has a good chance uh, to go into the Hall of Fame just based on on his credentials. I think he checks all the box for what you want in a Hall of Famer. But, you know, it, it, it's really tough. You know, you take. I tell people all the time, you take those. Do we lose Shereen? We must uh, have. The there she is. Uh, can you hear me now? Well, we can hear you now. And I've got a little bit of a short in my uh, headphones, so I wasn't sure if it was my headphones or if, or if it was your phone, but all three of us couldn't hear you. So I'm just <laughs> guessing that one was on your phone. I feel like Peyton Manning last yeah, night. Right? I just don't want to say the wrong thing. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, no doubt. I think I'll probably get fined. Uh, I'm saying, you know, it's, it's, a hard, it's a hard exercise to take that 15 and, and go down to five, just agonize over which five, because... Most of those on the 15, if not all of them, deserve to be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So I, I bet that, that those 15 go in eventually, and by eventually, who knows, whether it's this year, next year, the year after, whatever. But usually when you become a finalist and get in that room, um, you have a really good chance to go into the Pro Football Hall of Fame if you look at the history of it. Sam Mills was the last guy who was in his last year of eligibility, so if he doesn't make it, He'll probably have a long wait um, because that senior's uh, backlog is, is really long. So I would I- expect if he doesn't make it this year that, that it's a really long wait for him. But the others should have an opportunity over the next few years to go in, everybody on that 15. You know, Shireen, when you talk about it, and I, I I'm not asking for any inside information, but seven hours, are you guys debating? Are you? Yeah. Are people giving conversation? I mean, how does that whole process work and why does it take yeah. so long? Well, you've had uh, 18 candidates to talk about because we also voted on the coach coaching candidate, which was Dick Vermeil. We voted on the contributor candidate, which is official Art McNally, the former supervisor of officials. And then we voted um, on the senior candidate, which was Cliff Branch. So you begin with those, and, and then you vote up or down on those three, and then you start the, the modern era 15 candidates. And so each candidate gets a five-minute presentation by, by whoever their presenter is, and it's usually someone uh, in the market where, where they played, and they get their five-minute presentation. Some go a little longer. They try to cut you off at five, and then, and then the, <clears throat> the debate over that candidate begins, and then you, you, once you finish the whole list of 15, 
that's when you begin the cut downs to to ten and to five and and then they're then they have to have eighty percent approval, so you have to vote yes or no uh on those candidates for for them to make it so we don't know the list we don't know who made it um it will be as interesting for us to to find out as it is for everybody else, but this was an unusual class, I think because you didn't have the no-brainer quarterback or the no-brainer receiver or, or, you know, whatever it was, you know, I think DeMarcus Ware to me was the probably the, the most no-brainer of this entire class. Um, but there wasn't that candidate where you just stand up and say, ladies and gentlemen, I'll present Tom Brady and you sit back down and, and the, the case is made. There is no case to make, right? And, and there wasn't that candidate this year. So it was kind of a strange year in that way, I thought. Um, and to t- try to differentiate between the 15, that made it a little bit harder because of that. Going to be interesting. February 10th is when it will be revealed who is going into Canton this year. And I know it's a challenging job and an honor for you and everybody that's on that committee. And I know how seriously everybody on that committee takes the responsibility that comes with it as we visit with Shereen Williams, Hall of Fame voter, writer for Pro Football Talk. You can also watch her on Peacock. Follow her on Twitter at NFL Shereen. Let's start playing the blame game. Cowboy season is over. On a percentage, Shereen, what percentage of surprise would you be if Jerry fired Mike McCarthy at some point this week? I wouldn't be surprised, but I would be surprised. And what I mean by that is I'm one who said all along before the game started that I would not be surprised if the Cowboys got blown out of that game, one and done, uh, that Jerry didn't move on from Mike McCarthy. And you would have to have a coaching search. You can't just, uh, unless he has it in his contract, and that's something I guess we don't know, but to insert Kellen Moore as your promoter to your head coach, you would have to go through a search. And so I thought there was a chance that that could happen and then Kellen Moore could get the job simply because I know how much Jerry thinks of Kellen Moore. And I know what Jerry thought and thinks of Sean Payton and really regrets letting him go. Um, and, and, you know, he didn't know when Bill Parcells was going to retire. He didn't know how that was going to play out. Sean Payton turned down the Raiders the year before and then ends up going to New Orleans and, and the rest is history with him in New Orleans, uh, won the Super Bowl. So I know Jerry has some regret that he wasn't able to hold on to Sean Payton. So putting all those things together, I thought it could possibly happen. After hearing Jerry in the post game on Sunday and then listening to, to Stephen Jones on the radio yesterday, I would be surprised now if that were to happen. Uh, you know, I just don't think they would have come out as strongly as they did, especially Jerry, because we know how he is. He has a hard time not telling the truth. Now, unless he changes his mind, which is always possible. But I think Mike McCarthy is back for another season. Now, one thing they could do, I just am looking now, Kellamore just finished in, an interview with the Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. I think Dan Quinn is is going to get that job probably but let's say Kellen Moore gets offered a job or whatever. Let's say that Jerry, he didn't even get a job, offered a job. Let's just say that Jerry wants to keep Kellen Moore. One thing he could do is he could give him a new contract. He could pay him as much or almost as much as Mike McCarthy, and he could tell him, in the contract, right in the contract, we will name you the head coach when we move on from Mike McCarthy. If he gets that in writing in his contract before the start of the 2022 season, there does not have to be a coaching search. They do not have to comply with the Rooney rule. They can just simply fire Mike McCarthy at any point in the 2022 season or after the 2022 season. 
and insert more into that job. That could be something we could see. But I do know whatever happens, if Mike McCarthy returns, he is going to be on the hottest of hot seats going into 2022. And I would expect that he would have to take a couple of steps in the postseason to keep this job. Well, I tell you what, Shereen, that really surprises me that you say Kellen Moore and there wasn't a mention of Dan Quinn possibly in that same role because I I think everybody expects Dan Quinn to get at least one job offer, uh, if not multiple job offers, with the job he did with that defense. And there's been a lot of criticism of Kellen Moore uh, here, especially the last mm-hmm. half of the season. So Dan Quinn, in your mind, is 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 not a candidate to uh, replace a Mike McCarthy, perhaps? If it was me doing the hiring, I would fire Mike McCarthy and I would hire Dan Quinn today. That's what I would do. Thinking like Jerry thinks, I don't think there's any possibility of that. I think Jerry thinks that they can find the right defensive coordinator to come in here and, and continue with what, Dan Quinn done. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm totally off base. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they end up doing If they do, I will applaud it and I will say you made the right decision. But just trying to think how Jerry thinks and knowing what he thinks of Kellen Moore, because you, if you name Dan Quinn, you probably lose Kellen Moore. You probably, maybe he stays for one more, but you're going to lose him eventually. And I just know how Jerry feels about Kellen Moore. Even after seeing, I think, what he's at the end of the season, what he saw in the playoff game. I just think he has, he thinks he has his Sean Payton and Kellen Moore. I would argue with that. I haven't seen enough to say that Kellen Moore is going to be Sean Payton, but we didn't know Sean Payton was going to be Sean Payton either and win a Super Bowl when he left for New Orleans. I mean, we knew he was pretty good at what he did, but we didn't know he was going to win a Super Bowl. So I'm just trying to think how Jerry did. I will applaud the move if they do that. If they name Dan Quinn as the head coach of this football team before the start of the 2022 season, I will applaud that and say congratulations, that's a great move. But let, let me tell you something. They've got to get started on this. Like I said, they can't fire Mike McCarthy and just go, hey, Dan Quinn, guess what? It's your job. You can't do that. They've got to go through a whole entire search. They've got to go through the Rooney Rule. This is weeks away. So if the Denver Broncos offer Dan Quinn today or tomorrow, it's done. They, they don't have enough time. To, to fire Mike McCarthy, go through the coaching search, comply with the Rooney Well, I guess they could do it under the table and say, hey, we want to keep you. You know, if we fire Mike McCarthy, would you keep the job? But they still got to go through the whole entire sure. thing of, of interviewing other candidates. So I guess what I'm saying is if Dan Quinn gets an offer today, tomorrow, or the next few days, I would expect him to accept that offer if it's, if it's a job he thinks he can win with. And I think Denver's a place that, aside from the quarterback, you would walk in there thinking that you could win, um, I would expect, with, with some of the talent that they have. Shereen Williams from Pro Football Talk joining us here on The Blitz. Shereen, before we let you go, and we're up against the time wall. I've read some and see some on Twitter, some reports from people that, you know, are respected members of the media. The idea of trading for Sean Payton with New Orleans, is that likely or unlikely? I mean, every year it kind of seems like that story comes up. When he was tied to Drew Brees, I knew it was never a possibility. Now, maybe he's still got a house in Dallas. Yeah, I know Sean wants to be here. I mean, I, I know that for a fact. Sean, Sean loves Jerry, loves the family, loves the Cowboys. He would love to be here. 
the Cowboys would love to have him, but I just think the compensation would be too much to get him here, and I don't think the Cowboys would be willing to give that up. And I often wonder why teams don't do that more, trade for coaches, because I think the coach, as much as anything else, quarterback first and then the coach second can affect your team in the role. We saw it with Dan Quinn this year, how much effect he had on, on this defense. So I'm surprised teams don't do that more often. Shereen Williams from Pro Football Talk. Make sure you're following her on Twitter, at NFL Shereen. Enjoy the week. We'll talk to you next week with the Cowboys. There's always something. (laughs) Thank you guys for having me. Appreciate it. Shereen Williams, she is the best. She's great. Yeah, she is. I want to follow up on some of the things she was saying there. Absolutely, yes. You know, I think that's – she's coming from a perspective not many of us are. And that is in the mind of Jerry. Wow. Not what we think, but what does that old man think? Because ultimately, that's all that matters.